Knock, knock, motherfucker. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Get your facts straight. Who wants to get funky tonight? Ask me if I give a shit. Those stories are all lies. That's wrong. I'm inspired to get us back on schedule. I think the shit's about to hit the fan. Alright, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. My name is Will. And your name is Steven. Yep. Same as always. Yeah, we have not changed our names yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Hold on. <laughs> uh, you know, that reminds me, uh, on one of those episodes, I was trying to think of the, the other guy that was the other uh, Contra guy's name. I had Mad Dog, couldn't remember the other guy's name. His name is Scorpion. Ooh, Mad Dog and Scorpion. <laughs> it finally fucking came to me like last week or some shit, like a month after the episode. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's what his fucking name was. <laughs> so maybe one day we'll be Mad Dog and Scorpion. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> hey there you go. Uh, get, the, get our names legally changed. <laughs> Going to court. <laughs> fucking legally changed to Mad Dog and Scorpion. Hey, why not? Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. I'm surprised they never made a Contra movie. Just, I don't know. Uh, just the fucking dudes blasting up aliens. Yeah. Sounds fucking cool. Yeah. Well, they may have jinxed it now. Now now they might actually do it. And Yeah. And, and I you don't know, know that we really want to see it now. That reminds me. I think, they, <laughs> I think like Japan is making one or something. Oh, huh. Now that I think about that, I remember like a poster or something that I sent. To, to Jasper like maybe a year or two ago and I had oh shit I should look into that I think it was yeah fuck okay anyway <laughs> so there's there's a Contra movie somewhere yeah maybe I'll have to look into that um but but uh for this episode uh we're gonna talk about uh not Contra but uh the thing that's you know not really like Contra at all but kind of well there's guns <laughs> lots of guns <laughs> No aliens, though. Um, but there are, there are Japanese. There are Japanese. So, um, what is this movie? It is 1989's uh, The Punisher, directed by Mark Goldblatt. Mark Goldblatt. I don't know if he made any other movies, but he was uh, he's an editor. Mm, okay. He edited all of your uh, favorite 80s action movies, like Terminator and oh. I think maybe T2, the Rambo movies commando like motherfucker well, hey. was like on point with all these action movies yeah and i don't know i, I think this is his only directing job but uh i mm. could be wrong also 1989 was the the year the movie was completed and released in europe and it was set to come out in the u.s in 1989 but some shit happened with the uh, the people who were uh, producing the movie, and uh, like the the company fucking changed presidents or some shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the details, but something happened, and then they decided like, yeah, we're not going to release this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. the, the Punisher never got a theatrical release in the U.S., um, and it was released direct to video in 1991. Wow. And I remember that as a kid being like, oh, this fucking Punisher movie came out and like it was on the video. And it was like, well, I don't remember that movie in the theater. What the fuck? So that would be why that's it, kind it, of what happened to it. Um, so it made in Australia or something. I did see that. Yeah, it was shot in Australia, which is uh, probably for cost reasons. Usually um, it's cheaper to shoot out there. Like that's how it was like with the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Mm, okay. He made all three Lord of the Rings movies for 180 million total, 
for three movies. Well, that's pretty good by and, yeah, standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for three movies, fuck yeah, yeah it is. And uh, I mean, that's sixty million a Lord of the Rings movie. That's that's solid fucking budget. Man. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but uh, and at the time, like late 90s that'd be like 100 million a movie is pretty common so yeah um and part of that was because they were in new zealand and just shit was cheaper doesn't really make sense because you'd think you'd have to fly in all this shit but um i guess you'd have to fly it in anywhere so yeah yeah and like all the fx guys weta and all that they were all in new zealand Mm. and stuff so it ended up being cheaper. And yeah. Isn't that where uh, Peter Jackson's from anyway? He is. So he is. Where he would have done, like, bad taste and... Yeah, yeah. All that. Yeah, like, Weta was, was put together, I think... I, th- I want to say Dead Alive was the first movie that, like, Weta was a company, his FX mm. studio. But the, uh, the guy who is the head of, of Weta, Richard Taylor... He worked on Meet the Feebles. I think that was the first movie that he did with Peter Jackson, mm. which is the one right after Bad Taste. And right. Bad Taste, he just did it all himself. Yeah. So, yeah, so they've been just growing together as uh, filmmakers. And yeah. now they're like a big fucking deal. They have big, giant Hollywood sized studios down there. Wow. And Weta does effects for all kinds of shit that's not Peter Jackson. Hmm. So. Anyway, The Punisher. Yeah. Are you familiar with The Punisher as a comic character? Um, not really. Seen a little bit of him, but nothing special. No, he wears a big black suit with a skull on it. He does. He's he wears Punisher. Traditionally, he wears a black skull yeah. or a white skull on a black suit. And um, uh he Beats people up. He punishes the bad guys. He's kind yes. of an asshole. Um, <laughs> aside from that, I don't really know too much about him. Yeah. Um, the fact that Dolph doesn't wear the skull was like a big point of contention with fans at the time. I remember that. I, I imagine it would have been because that was one of the first things I noticed. Was like, oh, he's not got the skull. And yeah. Like, That's kind of weird. Like, I don't know what, like, who gives a shit if he has a skull? He's still like blasting bad guys. Yeah, I mean stuff. it was it was all cool. I mean I didn't mind its absence. I just thought right. it was it was strange and would have been something that they would have like insisted on or something. That's like yeah. his symbol. But and it's on the knife hilt, so it's it like, is. It so is. It's not like it's gone. It's just, right. I mean, I guess it would have. You he could have had like a a t-shirt while he was riding a motorcycle or something yeah i think that's what the uh the later punisher movies did is he's like wearing a t-shirt with a skull on it or something yeah yeah i don't know it it just just seems kind of a weird thing anyway yeah it's just kind of like oh we i don't know it just seems like oh we've got to be like the comic book so we got to make him in the comic book costume it's kind of like that never really works out yeah into live action it doesn't translate well not not always. Yeah, it's always kind of weird <laughs> when you see the actual guy in the tights. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> it, it, it never quite works out right. at, and as well as it looks in a comic book or in a right, animation right. or something. It's all, it's yeah, like, it's yeah. always a little weird in real life. Like Have you seen the, the Daredevil Netflix series? Um, no, no, I haven't. So the Punisher is in the second season of that. Hmm. And now Punisher has his own series that mm-hmm. I haven't seen. But uh, for the most part, if I remember right, Punisher doesn't wear the skull thing for most of the, the second season of Daredevil. Daredevil. Dare <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm just picturing him as like some monster truck driver just jumping over all the cars. <laughs> and like, he's a Daredevil yeah. through a flaming hoop. And well, that, that might be more entertaining. But... Um, my point was they do a version of the daredevil suit in that show that's really cool (laughs) and i thought like wow they really did it up it looks like the comic suit pretty much and uh the guy it actually looks good on the guy and like it it doesn't look weird it looks like something that somebody would actually wear Hmm. but uh i don't remember if he wears the the skull the punisher or not anyway that went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
And I was fine without the skull. I just, I was more just aware of it as a thing that, like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I would think people would want the skull. I mean, I don't, personally, I don't care, but I would think there were people out there who would be like, where's the skull? He's talking yeah. about the skull. Well, I think, I guess there were. Probably diehard Punisher people. I never really was really into Punisher um, either, so, like, I don't really care about the skull, but maybe the skull means something or you know maybe there's some like <laughs> uh, I, I don't know i mean something beyond just the the icon i don't know you know at the same time like if you had a batman who didn't have a big bat across his chest i wouldn't give a shit about that either you know that's true that's true yeah like and, like uh have you read year one um, yeah. frank miller yeah 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 i don't think he has a bat for a lot of that i mean maybe like halfway through he puts on the suit or something yeah, I think at, at first he's, like, not even Batman at all. He's, like... Just, yeah, he's just, like, in regular clothes right, fighting right. people and stuff. And then he eventually gets the costume, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, and for Batman, it's kind of a... It is more of a thing where he's, like... That is kind of a point to the story, in that, or at least his uh, style of... Uh, yeah. He's deliberately wearing this weird Bat costume to freak people out because that's a part of his right. psychological warfare on... Well, maybe the skull. People see the yeah, skull and maybe, they're like, "Oh fuck." May, maybe I'm Punisher's like that too. I, I was, you know, I was <laughs> thinking a little bit of uh, in in this movie that Punisher, at least portrayed here, is yeah. a little bit like Batman in that he's uh, he is in that he's kind of sneaking around. He's being a uh, yeah, like stealthy and he's got just, the martial arts element. Yeah, it's he's kind of a little. He's he's being a ninja basically. And it's yeah, like, oh, he's a, he's kind of he's you know he's chasing down the mafia. Right. It's kind of a Batman thing. Yeah. He's and basically Batman. Like, Batman is like, oh, Batman doesn't use guns. Yeah, he's, he's Batman with guns <laughs> instead of a bat costume. Right. He's just like, oh, Punisher, it's all he uses is guns. <laughs> <laughs> he uses every gun. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was never a big Punisher guy. I used to like the, uh, in the 90s they had, uh, or late 80s, around this time that the movie came out, they had Punisher's Armory, <laughs> like like side comics where it was just like fucking panels of like his hidden base and they'd just show like, oh, this is his cool fucking, like, oh, this is where he works on his car and this is where <laughs> he does this and oh, and this is like his fucking shotgun locker. <laughs> I don't know, dumb shit. And for whatever reason, I liked those, but I didn't like the actual like story-driven story. Punisher stuff. Just, I don't just know. Just the idea of a dude with like a whole like hideout full of shit. Was, yeah, <laughs> was fun. Yeah, and and to that same kind of idea, one of my favorite shots of this whole movie is the shot where the camera's going through the sewers and it comes into his little like hideout room right and he's like naked sitting there like doing whatever purification like <laughs> meditation or whatever yeah. like because I, what i love about it is that as it swoops in like you can see all this shit like there's a big ass anvil like on the side of the room and right. like you just get this feeling like oh man this is where he works he's like getting shit done in this <laughs> little room <laughs> I don't know. It's a cool shot too, the, the yeah. way it's shot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I was expecting this to be like like this B movie, okay. low budget, just kind of cheap weirdness, and it, yeah. it's, it's a hell of a lot more professional <laughs> than I thought it was gonna be. You know, because yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, this is around the time when Marvel was was licensing their stuff to B movie studios. Right. Uh, I don't remember who made this New World or something like that. I don't remember, but uh, definitely not like Paramount or you know, like right. not a big studio. But yeah, it's definitely uh, it's like a like a canon movie where there's just like it's a quality like '80s action movie with guns and explosions. And right. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking. It's yeah. It's it's right there. Yeah. It's a just it's a great looking movie it's a, <laughs> yeah it's a it's a lot of fun all the it it, it wasted no time I, that was one thing i like no it's pretty yeah it's pretty non-stop it, yeah i kind of remember like the first part it was just like he's he 
takes out that mob boss in the mansion. And, yeah. And I was just like, oh, that was cool opening, set setting things up. That's that's awesome. And then like <laughs> five, ten minutes later, we're in this like freaking like dock shootout scene. I'm like, damn, they, they did not waste any time. They're just diving right into this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty a basic story of uh, uh, white guy mobsters, and then the Japanese are trying to take them over and. It's a little bit more complex than that, but it just... Yeah, yeah. I was actually kind of a little impressed with that. I thought it was just going to be, oh, Punisher's going to be taking out mob guys, and there's yeah. going to just be this mob doing shit, and then it like it got more into it with uh, the whole Japanese, the Yakuza busting in, and suddenly it's like it's this weird three-way war now. And yeah, yeah. No, I love all the Japanese stuff. It adds a good flavor, especially later on in the movie when you get to the end, but... But just throughout, it's a, yeah, it's a good power struggle between the Yakuza and the Mafia and, and then Punisher going up against both of them. This Originally, this movie was not meant to be so fast-paced, <laughs> though. There's a, it's never been officially released, I don't think, but there is a work print version of this that's gotten out. Hmm. And uh, I, I read a little description of it, and I guess um, it's quite a bit longer. Hmm. Like the uh, the beginning of the movie now is actually like supposed to be like 20 minutes into the movie, oh, and there was wow. this whole big section at the beginning that that they cut out. You know, I think there must have been stuff cut out because there's on the back of the the dvd case there was uh -huh. the screenshot and i'm like did that happen anywhere in this i don't think that happened anywhere in the movie because <laughs> it's got like dolph wearing like this blue jean jacket and i'm like i don't think he ever wore no, that anywhere so, in the movie yeah. like what but there's this picture of him huh. and he's standing there next to the the cop guy yeah whatever the heck his name was in the I don't yeah, I don't remember his name. Like Jake or something. Yeah, something know. like that. And Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. I don't remember his his name in the movie. Yeah, and there was uh I think it was the, the woman next to him dressed up in, in the hooker costume and there's Oh okay. So I was like, Well oh, they talk about that. Yeah, they yeah. talk about that scene. I'm like, Oh, I I don't think there was ever a flashback to that. So though. maybe that's one of the beginning points. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they, they had that scene played out and Yeah, yeah. Huh. Because I, I was looking at that going, oh, maybe there's... And then I was like, oh, there's no uh, deleted scenes in the extra features. So I don't, I don't know where they got this screenshot from. Yeah. I, I would love to see like a, a a cult DVD label that there's many now. I would love to see them take this movie and put out like all the cuts, you know, because there's, there's the cut that's on the DVD. Then there's a like some international cut with more gore. Oh, okay. And then, um, then there's whatever that work print is and that's what's known and so i would love to see you know somebody yeah. lovingly restore this movie and put yeah, it back to now see. i feel kind of bad that i got this uh dvd and it's just uh this the edited down well version. i mean but i mean but i guess this is the actual release as it's, it yeah it's the version that that got out there i don't know how those other ones got out there and i mm -hmm. don't know that they're ever officially available but um I was just reading about the movie and and uh, stumbled into these things. But um, as it is, as released, as we watched it, and as I've seen it in the past, mm -hmm. you have not seen this movie, right? No, no, this is the first time I saw it. I mean, it's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, I, I had a blast. <laughs> I mean, in I terms mean, of fun. 80s action movies, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very it, entertaining. Yeah, I couldn't have really asked for anything more. I mean... I mean, I guess it could have, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there at some level, it's fairly cliched in the in the like the dialogue where the uh, they say a lot of cop movie cliches and stuff. Right. It doesn't bother me. I fucking enjoy it, <laughs> and it makes me laugh, and like in a good way. Like I don't, I don't knock the movie at all. It's very entertaining. I could see other people being like, oh, fuck this movie. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of have a feeling this one is uh, not very well regarded. But no, it's not. As far as I know, it's not. I've kind of heard that it was like this shitty version. Like, and I'm like, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it a hell of a lot better than the newer one that I saw. And I'm, <laughs> whatever 
2004 one probably or whatever yeah. it was. We were yeah, they made before. they made a couple. I don't know if yeah, they, they made, made three or two or yeah, whatever whatever one I saw before that was a more modern one was yeah. like yeah, it's all right again. And this one I'm like yeah, I'm just enjoying this it's one. It's fun as shit. I mean. I don't know a lot about the character, but what I know about him is that the mafia killed his family, and so then he is killing them, basically, <laughs> right? With a lot of guns and explosions and shit, and so this movie has all of that. Yeah, it, it, and so like I don't know what what more you would want out of a Punisher movie. I mean, I'm definitely naive. I don't know what. Right, I'm All sure the nuances are, but like, I'm sure he's got like villains that are. Yeah, I mean, he fights Daredevil a lot. He's uh, kind of this weird antagonist character with Daredevil, like especially in the uh, the Frank Miller era. Mm. They they come in, but that's with Elektra too. That's what the the second season of Daredevil is uh, it's like. Okay. They bring I don't think Electra's in the first season but they bring her in and then the Punisher and yeah I know that was a big thing with uh, Frank Miller yeah in, like the 80s or something when he was doing yeah he Daredevil. like created Electra yeah and he had something in the contract that no writer could use Electra like <laughs> except for him and then at some point they they were like oh, fuck you Frank <laughs> we're gonna bring her back or something yeah um but yeah, I don't know. Like, there's probably, there's probably Punisher villains. I just feel like it's the mafia. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've never really <laughs> seen him fight anyone other than like standard Marvel villains. But, yeah. So I don't know. But I mean, like I said, I've never really read Punisher, or I'm not familiar with it particularly. Right. So it always seemed to me kind of. Uh, like too average <laughs> to be interesting as a comic. I don't know. Maybe I'm I should I should try some. I'd be curious where like what he started at. Yeah. I mean it must have started in what the eighties? Maybe the seventies. I always think it's seventies, but I don't know. Yeah, I have I'm no idea. Sure. Yeah, I only really recall him from the eighties, but I yeah. lived before the eighties. So right. Maybe. Yeah. I, I certainly didn't remember him in the 70s. If you were called it in the 70s, yeah, you'd be. <laughs> yeah, he just he just seems like more of an 80s yeah. guy just because of all the guns and the right. drug war kind of, the, you know, whatever. Well, there's a lot of shit like that in the 70s. Like, it's it's the 70s were all about that. There's, mm -hmm. like, just a bunch of vigilante movies and, mm -hmm. I don't know, like, going up against the mafia and shit. Yeah, so... It just seems like a '70s idea to me, but right. but it's also like the '80s were also yeah the '80s like, is like that too. So the '80s like, were like that where like every every motherfucker is like fighting a Colombian drug lord and <laughs> yeah. some fucking shit like that. But it's more like way more over the top. <laughs> like the '70s as a genre as a as a decade of film is like kind of gritty and more realistic whereas the 80s just like blew everything out of proportion. And we're like, "Ah, we're just going to have fun with it." <laughs> yeah, so, I think that's kind of part of what makes Punisher feel like an 80s thing more so than yeah. it, is that it it's it's this dude with a bunch of guns and he takes on fucking everything and this is, he's a superhero because he has guns you know right I mean? yeah he's just a fucking vigilante guy just like batman is basically just right. a guy with the suit and some fucking cool gadgets and stuff and some you know know-how <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it was uh yeah i i had a lot of i, I liked that it it kind of addressed punisher being kind of insane <laughs> like yeah like he's clearly not normal and it like it kind of goes into that a bit where it's like where the louis gossett character is like like what the fuck is wrong with you it's like so you killed like a hundred dudes like what like who does that just kills people <laughs> like right <laughs> like what is going on and the, they kind of like get into that a bit where he kind of has to team up with that mobster guy yeah and and it's kind of like it gets kind of gets into that like like, like there's a limit to revenge you know the guy's like there's a, there's a limit to revenge you, you like there's 
there's boundaries and yeah you know, they guess, do they engage kinda, that yeah yeah you can, it, it does kind of address that maybe not as much as i would have liked but yeah i don't know that punisher at the end of it has has realized some fault in himself and <laughs> right and become a better person <laughs> but at the same time it's like at least it wasn't just like ignored and swept under or just like oh whatever it's like they actually no. do acknowledge that this is yeah no they do part of the character they do try to uh inform punisher that he's crazy and <laughs> he kind of sloughs it off and you know yeah, I I thought there would be a little more to it at the end where he's rescuing the kid, of yeah. the mobster, and then it's like the whole like conference, like oh, it's just them two, right. but the kids watching, and like what are they gonna do, and like how's that gonna play out, and it kind of plays out by the mobster being such an asshole that no, he kind of deserves it anyway, but it's kind of like <laughs> it might have been uh, a little more of an interesting ending if they'd not had to fight each other, if if it had been a little more awkward and uh, uh-huh. like. Of just like oh well, rescued my kid. I guess I'm I'm taking off and then just like leave Punisher with this moral quandary of do I need to fulfill my mandate of killing the mobster or yeah. like right in front of his kid? Like I mean, like right there, like <laughs> yeah, he was kind of forced into it. Yeah, where instead of making that choice himself, yeah. so yeah. in that way, it kind of undermined it. But well, and in the the choice that he made to save all the kids all those kids are of mobsters right so theoretically he's going to kill all of their parents <laughs> right or at least all of their fathers at some point yeah except that i think <laughs> but, by that point they all have been already killed but yeah no i think like... yeah you're right but he just um I mean, he's not a thinker. He's, no, he's no, one, he's not. He just he's, kinda, I mean, he, he's, think, he thinks tactically not. Well, yeah, he's a smart guy in that way. Like, I, I especially like the, the part at the end where he's like, okay, at five minutes, hit this, and we'll fucking blow out the lights, and then yeah, 15, yeah. hit this, and then everything goes. You know, like, I don't, that's such a dope little setup. I like that. Um. But yeah, he's got a soft spot for kids because he had kids. Right. So he saves these kids. But, uh, I mean, saves them for what? For, fuck, a life of trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, it was crazy. But But that, like, there's a lot of fun stuff in there with the bus chase and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Load a bunch of kids in the bus and then go on a <laughs> car chase scene and fucking get shot out with Uzis and stuff. Yeah, it was it was just fun shit going. Yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's better than than allowing the kids to be sold off into the slave trade, right? Which, so, is... which would be more traumatic, a life of an actual life of trauma than an actual than just like reliving certain moments. Right. Instead of, you know, being just sex slaves and <laughs> whatever the fuck else, you know. And some, yeah, who knows what crazy shit they were going to go through. Yeah, and some, who knows, some weird country. and Yeah, there was some weird, like, and shit. Indian dude with, like, the turban going on who's, like, going to buy up some kid. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I want that one. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, that uh yeah, that the the big villain, the the Japanese chick, she was freaking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she I like her. Yeah. I thought that the like there would be more to her demise because she was like this big fucking Yeah, it was kind of like she was going to be like the final yeah. battle and it, it kind of <laughs> wasn't really much of a battle, but <laughs> <laughs> no. No, she's fucking gone like pretty quick. It's I I guess the Overall, it's like the Japanese as a whole. Yeah, it's like that. That organization was yeah. the uh, the big climactic showdown. Yeah, because that whole like sequence where he goes to their office and it's all like set up like with the Japanese paper walls and doors and stuff. Yeah, that was god that was damn fun stuff. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah, it was, I was. I'm curious. Um, did you read the the uh, the notes in the DVD? I did not because they had like this uh, production notes or whatever. Yeah, where they were talking about it, 
and like so i guess dolph was like a karate champion in some tournaments or something so he's yeah he's so he, a, he knows karate he's, yeah he's real deal yeah and so he was practicing up for that and so they they didn't get uh the hollywood stunt crews or anything they got actual like karate tournament fighter oh cool like so that's they aren't just stuntmen they're like actual like martial artists oh wow and they were and that said like the fights weren't choreographed they were just actually just, they just, they fucking just like here's some guys who know karate do some karate stuff oh, that's fucking <laughs> it was cool. just like wow. oh wow like that <laughs> wow. I, I was like yeah those, the fights did look really freaking cool and that's cool they saved some money no choreographer yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it was kind of interesting to to see what they were doing with that. They just got a bunch of Japanese guys who knew karate cool. and That's just like, cool. yeah, throw them in there. We're gonna. Now that I know you're saying, okay, they have uh, real martial artists, right, in the roles. Now in the '80s, uh, there was a trend when they had real martial artists in the roles uh, to, in the credits list their accomplishments in the ring such as like oh. fucking <laughs> like uh heavyweight kickboxing champion 1989 <laughs> don the dragon wilson or some shit like that you know like they used to list their fucking their credits their karate uh, tournament credits I, yeah. <laughs> I, I did not notice but i wasn't they didn't do it for it so. they didn't do it in this yeah. in the credits of this movie and so now knowing that these people were real deal, like, what are their credits? I yeah. want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's interesting to know. Yeah, maybe it kind of mentions a little bit more in that. No, I think it just talks about Dolph and what. He maybe did. in the notes, yeah. yeah. In the notes, it was. I think it was mostly talking about what Dolph had done and what. But yeah, I don't know. It did kind of mention two. Uh, main guys i think uh the guys who he was fighting when the lights were all red yeah they were like dressed up and like they are in the two guys in the room i think it's those two guys they were talking about okay but as being like these big guys that are that were the the main guys they were trying to get for the actors or whatever. that's cool so it, it kind of mentioned a little bit of stuff about them but it was i was like oh that's cool i'm glad i know that <laughs> also mentioned things about being shot in australia and yeah how most of the like a lot of the places they shot will, was just like n so expensive that nobody would ever shoot there again and it's like <laughs> it's like the only time they've shot oh, movies wow. in there or something that was oh wow i was like oh it's, it was so hard to get licenses to shoot in those locations oh like, really? no, nobody's wow. done it since and it'll never be in a movie again <laughs> wow <laughs> like dang I didn't know this movie was so uh wow i didn't yeah i had no idea yeah but uh, apparently uh it was shot in some weird locations huh that like usually don't allow filming or yeah. something weird yeah or it's just hard to get licenses for huh. that or something i wonder what it was i don't know yeah i think um I think they mentioned one of the places was uh, like a power plant or something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why a power plant, but huh. I guess it looked good. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of weird like industrial shit in this movie. Yeah. And there there was that weird like theme park too where they had that big fight Yeah, in the when theme they went park. to they went to that Coney Island, which yeah. is I guess not Coney Island obviously, <laughs> but but the uh, it might be a Coney Island themed theme park. Maybe. Who, yeah, who maybe. Yeah. A little slice of New York in Australia, yeah. but there's there's like a famous this slide in, and I think it's Coney Island. I don't know shit about New York, so like maybe it's not. But um, you remember that part where it's like f multiple slides in a row, and they have yeah, these little yeah. humps to them, I, I was and the guys slide them, down. Like there? I knew they weren't, but it was like the only word that was popping into my head was like a ski ball thing. <laughs> like they were kind of like, like that. Yeah, they're not ski ball. Like ski ball wouldn't be weirdly waved, but it's like it just <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of when I was seeing. It was like kind of a weird ski ball thing. But. Yeah, well, like that's a real thing that i think was in coney island and oh. so then when i saw that i was just like oh that must be the old thing they like they went to coney island <laughs> wow <laughs> in australia wow <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah huh so they had to build all that again well no maybe they licensed some guy's uh new york theme park 
Yeah, something like that. I don't huh. know. But yeah, it might have been one of those places that was hard to get a film license yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Though. That, that's the thing. Like, I didn't even remember that until you said it. And it was like, oh, yeah, they, there's that whole big thing in the fucking amusement park. Yeah, like a, this I weird rundown. Like yeah. That was also kind of reminding me of, of Batman. That seems like a place the Joker would use as a yeah, hideout. Yeah, for like sure. This weird, like, yeah. amusement park. It's all ratty and rundown. And yeah. And and uh, 89 is the year that the first Tim Burton Batman came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, made it around the same time. So it does vaguely have a, a, a feel of the same kind of thing. Yeah. But I was I I know I mentioned this was the time when Marvel was farming out their their things to B movie studios, but I wanted to say like, have you seen any of the other ones from this time? No, I think I've seen. I don't think I have. There's a Captain America movie that Canon had. Hmm. Yeah, was, Howard the Duck would have been around this time, right? Yes, that's eighty six, I think eighty six, eighty seven. That's before, but yeah, same era, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a major studio, though. I know George Lucasfilm is the people that made it, but Hmm. I want to say there, it was released through a big studio. I think I've seen brief little like stills of like the Fantastic Four movie from yeah, which Roger Corman made that weird it was never released that movie has never been officially released oh okay i have it on vhs if you ever want to watch it (laughs) (laughs) it it might be entertainingly uh goofy i don't know i remember um enjoying it quite a bit and that was you know a long time ago yeah and uh I just saw some still. It was like, look at these costumes. What yeah. the freaking hell? And it was just like the team sitting there like, yeah, they got some weird looking costumes. It's rem- an example of uh, what we were talking before about trying to replicate yeah. the superhero costume in a, a live action setting. It doesn't really always play yeah, out if, properly. I don't remember what the costumes were in that, but I remember them being fairly similar to the comic ones. Like more more similar than whatever the movies have used in the past. Yeah, yeah. The the big the big budget, right? Whatever the they've fuck always movies. tried to like kind of make a little compromise between being the comic books, yeah. but also like looking like a jumpsuit kind of a thing that would yeah make I, some kind of sense. I can't even remember what the new movies used. I only saw the. I guess there's new new movies that I don't even. Oh yeah, there's. <laughs> there was a new movie a couple of years ago that yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, um, that one was supposed to be horrible. That's what. Yeah, that's and what I, I heard. just remember it was weird because they made the Human Torch a black guy, but his sister was still white, and I'm like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> like, are they ad- adopted? I don't know what. Like, yeah, you're, you're not gonna have like this blonde girl and her brother be a black dude, like. <laughs> Right. Genetics doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, yeah, I just assume they adopted. Yeah, so I don't, maybe there was something in the story about that, but I just remember being like, oh, they made the human torch black. All right, that's cool. Like, wait, why is the invisible girl still white then? What's going on? Yeah. But <laughs> I like that guy, Michael B. Jordan, a lot. He's a fucking, he's a dope actor. He's, uh, so when they cast him as Human Torch, I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, that dude's dope. <laughs> and I never, I, I like, it, it just seemed to me like, okay, they, I guess he's adopted or she's adopted, whatever the parentage is, it's like, whatever. <laughs> like, I never, it didn't really, like, phase me. But I also, like, wasn't gonna see the movie ever. Like, I never had any interest in seeing the movie, so. Right. Um, I was just happy that they cast a black guy in a prominent role in a big yeah, budget movie. I mean, that, was, that was fine by me. It was just like, well, why isn't Sue black too? Right. No, I, <laughs> like, that that make was her black too. What's what's the problem here? Yeah. No, that would be cool too if they had done that. But uh, and I imagine they just made him like, oh, these white people fucking adopted him and helped him out because it's always like a white savior in the movies. Yeah, right. Right. But um. Yeah, that, fucking make them all black. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> that would be dope. It'd be fine, man. Black Fantastic Four. Now, now I'm trying to picture Reed like looking exactly as he does in the comics, but black with like the 
the pipe and the yeah. <laughs> the gray and with that gray burns. on the sides like, to- and stuff? totally yeah. like the the typical like 60s dad but just a black guy yeah <laughs> i'd i'd be down with that there's a guy It'd be goofy because that image is just so white of the of <laughs> yeah. him as this typical like it's just, and just turn him black yeah that'd it be, could work it could work yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a little interesting looking i think I'd be more interested than than whatever the fuck that <laughs> that true, movie was. True, true. Yeah. I mean, at least I mean, don't do it for just be just to do it, but do it, right. you know, and actually like engage it and fucking like make it uh, interesting. I don't know. I'm down. Um. Yeah. So so Fantastic Four. What else? There's other ones. There's um, Full Moon. Full Moon had the rights to Doctor Strange. Oh, really? But the uh, for some reason the, the usually when you license a movie, you have a certain amount of time to produce a movie, mm-hmm. and then if you don't produce a movie in that time, the rights go away, mm-hmm. which so is they just kind of expired, right? Yeah. And so that's why, like, um, you know how they made Spider Man three, and then a couple years later they right, rebooted right, Spider Man because right. they it would have reverted back right. to Marvel. And that's the only yeah. reason why they made those Spider-Man movies. Like right. they didn't creatively give a shit. They just had to keep the rights yeah. with Sony. Yeah, I remember that. And like Sam Raimi, like didn't have a script ready by then or something. Like he didn't have something he wanted to do at the moment. Well, he intended to make other Spider-Man movies, but they forced him to add Venom to Spider-Man 3, right? which right. then made Spider-Man 3 like not successful because it was a shitty movie and because it was all like shoehorned and he didn't give a shit about Venom. And, yeah, and so yeah. then like I think they just told him to fuck off or whatever, but he had other like ideas and villains and stuff ready for a Spider-Man yeah. 4. I'd, I'd heard they'd actually like talk to him as he was like on and he had like told them, well, I don't have a script yet it'll yeah. take me longer to get a script and you want to reboot it anyway and get oh, rid of okay. me. so, it was, it was, so I, i'd heard there was actually some kind of dialogue in oh okay of whether that was accurate or not in any yeah. way but huh well i mean i would have seen it if it was the sam raimi movie but yeah yeah <laughs> i, I would i mean i honestly liked <laughs> spider-man 3 i mean yeah i wasn't I mean, it did fall apart at the end when venom got shoehorned in but yeah yeah i wasn't against it it was fine but it yeah. was just um I don't know, man. Spider-Man Two is fucking dope, and just uh, I just wish they would uh, they would have let Sam Raimi make just an old school like he likes he liked Spider-Man like at the beginning in the '60s when he was a kid, and so right. he doesn't give a shit about the '90s fucking Venom or whatever. So just let him make a Sandman movie. It would be cool. Right, right. I mean, I I liked that part of the whole Sandman yeah. stuff was good. Uh, the whole weird, like, I kind of feel like the black suit was a little forced in there too. Yeah, and well, that's like all the Venom stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it. I mean, it would have been fine if it were just that movie. He had a black suit, and then maybe the fourth movie throw. That like, would, yeah, no, that would be cool because that's kind of how the black suit. Yeah, it was like thing he is just, in the comics. He yeah, had it for like I don't know a hundred issues or whatever right. it was, where it was just that was his suit and yeah. he was just running around in it, and then it eventually he went, wait, this thing's kind of creepy and weird. I don't know. Right, like right. It, it was kind of a gradual realization in the comics, yeah. That would be so. cool if they brought in the black suit and then the next movie had Venom. I would like that. Yeah, that yeah. would have been that would have been good. Yeah, and that's what they should have done. But these yeah, these that would have been producers cool. are just trying to be like, no, it's got to have everything all at once. Right. And that was kind of I guess I guess now they're not. Now they've finally realized they can spread this out over a wide variety of movies. And well, that the the change there is that Marvel is yeah, now a studio. A... Marvel has their right. own studio and they are producing their own movies. Yeah. They are not like because it was fox that was doing the spider-man ones right sony had spider-man fox has uh x-men and uh i don't know there was a bunch of rights like yeah because they around the selling the movie rights to other people right and so like it started in these days basically where they were in the punisher days where i mean there's some 70s iterations for like tv like uh 
they did a Doctor Strange movie in the in the late seventies on TV, and there mm. was like the Incredible Hulk TV show and oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, Spider Man stuff TV show, unlicensed in Japan. They had that <laughs> Spider Man oh, yeah, TV show. <laughs> you have that on DVD. I do, yeah. I do. One one of these yeah. days we got to watch that. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, but uh, then like because of all the like oh we made all these B movies and they were all like they didn't make any money they were all shitty so then they kind of held their rights back until the later 90s and then they started giving them to big studios Mm -hmm. and uh, that allowed them to then eventually create their own studio where they could control yeah. The the way they're <clears throat> presented. And so now like all the Marvel movies, they have uh they have like that Marvel weird <laughs> like real um like mix between comedy and real world sort of right, uh, right. I don't know, it's it's a weird thing and, and uh I know that kinda reminds me of comic books in general. Yeah. Like yeah. It's kinda how comic books feel. They're kinda well, specifically Marvel. There's something about Marvel that like has this weird level of comedy to it right, that I just... don't really see in uh, DC yeah, stuff that I read. Yeah. And uh, they get that now, whereas the older movies, not so much. Mm-hmm. But The Punisher, this is a fucking... This movie is comic book as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, uh... it's, it's pretty comic. Like, it's over the top and... It's very uh yeah. yeah. Like when he busts up that casino yeah. and he, he just busts into the window just <laughs> just spins in a circle just blowing up everything. Yeah. It's it's just like the way that it moves quickly through things and and the way that it presents its characters and I don't know, it just seems so like wow, this is a comic book come to life. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean uh, I just I love it. Yeah, it's, it's it was a blast. I, I just had fun with it the whole the whole damn time. I was just sitting there like, yeah, like <laughs> there's more awesome stuff. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it has so much. I forgot also about the uh, the casino thing. I was just, oh yeah, there's that part too. <laughs> this the 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 Japanese stuff at the end where the the lights go out and it's all red. Like that really sticks with me. I remember that. And then I I tend to forget the other stuff, even though I just watched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the the fun torture scene. Hey, would they put him on the rack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there was one part that this was kind of this was coming from a modern perspective. Going back to it, kind of yeah. just weird little hilarious moment in hindsight. Um, there's at some point where. Um, I think it was when he was, yeah, they, they had like arrested him. He's like in the, they're in the van yeah, and he's like tied up talking to the, the detective girl. Yeah. And at some, and he was just like talking to, he was talking about the Louis Gossett character and, and he was like, Oh, we'll call him. And then it just like cuts and there's like this background music. And for a second, it just sounded like a, a cell phone ringtone. And oh, really? <laughs> it was like, doo, 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 doo. And I was like, oh, they called them. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this is the 80s. I didn't have a freaking cell you know, phone. <laughs> calling nobody, yeah. <laughs> like, but it was just hilarious because it happened like right after that oh, line. Oh, weird. Like, we'll call him. And doo, 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 doo. I'm like, oh, well, he's going to pick up the phone. And I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> didn't have that back in the 80s. <laughs> Man, like, I'm so... I don't even think about shit like that. <laughs> like when people, when I watch a new movie and people whip out a cell phone, I'm like, oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> like this is the modern era because all I watch is this old shit now. So like I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think about stuff like that. You know, I, I think like, because that kind of happens like when they do use cell phones. I'm like, oh, they're using cell phones. That's yeah. So, like, but. I think for this one, it's more just uh, from being in the library and like a cell phone would just go off. You're like, God damn it, another freaking cell phone in the middle. <laughs> like, why they got it? Like, it just so the, yeah. just the the presence of the ringtones. Yeah, you heard the ringtone sort of sound. Yeah, yeah, and That's so just funny. the 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 music at that <laughs> scene cut just kind of <laughs> sounded uh, enough like a ringtone. Yeah, that I was just like, oh, the guys, <laughs> they're calling him. Wait, <laughs> That's funny. 
Uh, I do want to finish my thought about Full Moon. Or, or they the, made uh, their Doctor Strange movie, but they lost the rights while they were making it. <laughs> so they just retitled it Doctor Mordred. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically Doctor Strange, but they just never call him Doctor Strange. Uh, so if you ever want to see a Full Moon <laughs> Doctor Strange movie, <laughs> it's out there. That's the movie. Also wow. from around this time, 91, 92, something like that, I think. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that they oh. failed movies that they tried to make. But uh, if you're a fan of 80s <coughs> stuff or early 90s, there's a little gold mine of for uh, comic yeah. fans <laughs> that are go. so inclined. <laughs> um I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, is there anything else with this movie? I don't know. It's just uh, fun. There was a another another fun moment of early computer stuff where yeah, she was what, like mapping the out the the. She was like plotting locations for the oh, Punisher's right, hideout. Yeah. She was like, I put this stuff in the computer and it programmed it to like analyze this data. <laughs> <laughs> Which. Oddly enough, kind of went nowhere. They like explore the sewer and, and like don't find anything, and then nothing really comes of that. You that's know? right. Yeah, they don't really. <laughs> maybe that's part of the thing where they cut out parts. Or maybe, something. maybe. Although then, yeah, no, they they don't find him. They don't. They only discover that he's he's the guy after they arrest him. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But. But that's the thing with with eighties movies. For the most part, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Right? <laughs> I mean, maybe it matters, and and you know, it was more for character building than for yeah, the, like the plot, I guess. I mean, it, I guess it, it, there it, was that that moment in there where, because um, thinking back to uh, I Come in Peace, the other Dolph Lundgren movie, yeah, and so I was watching this, and then it's like you got Louis Gossett and the girl who's joining. I'm like, oh, it's another buddy cop movie. Did, did Dolph Lundgren just have buddy cop movies? <laughs> yeah, he's he's got another one where he fights the yakuza with Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee, oh. called Showdown in Little Tokyo. That's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, should should watch that. Yeah, yeah I, that have sounds, the, I have the I have the Blu-ray. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, '80s. There is a, a fucking <laughs> fucking shitload of buddy cop movies, <laughs> all following uh, a basic premise and a basic uh, you know setup of tropes and things. So yeah, I mean, if you enjoy it, <laughs> there's more where that came from. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of the the Lethal Weapon movies is like the yeah those are like big the, one yeah I guess. big big budget buddy cop movies, but there's a lot of just lower end B movies and all kinds of shit. Yeah. There's a bunch. Yeah. A ton. <laughs> uh, Dolph Lundgren also the star of uh Masters of the Universe. Oh. <laughs> the fucking the He Man movie? Yeah, the eighties oh, He Man movie. That yeah. I've never seen. I've always heard that it's uh, it would be a great B movie for me to see, but I just Yeah, I've never I've never seen that either. Never seen it. I was big into He-Man when I was a little kid, uh, the, the cartoons and stuff, and uh, always wanted to see it, but hmm. nobody would rent it for me, <laughs> so I never saw it. And then when I got older and I could rent it or get it from the library, I just never did. Yeah, you know, there was there was some moment where I saw um, the Black Sabbath album, uh, Masters of Reality. The cover? Yeah, just. Just the album. I just saw the name of him. Like, oh, is that like the He-Man movie? No, wait. <laughs> just like, no, Master of the Like, just, no, oh, the universe, oh, not okay. reality. <laughs> <laughs> just for a second there, it just made me think of the He-Man oh, movie. I'm like, no, no, that's something different. But that would have been hilarious if that were the uh, the soundtrack for the He-Man Man, movie. I'd be fucking down because that's a dope-ass album. And I imagine that... Dolph as He-Man <laughs> is pretty fun. <laughs> Throw some Ozzy on there. Yeah, and, and shit. There you go. Fuck yeah, I'm down. <laughs> shit. Yeah, sounds like a good recipe for fun. Yeah. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is like, 
he's he's like he's got a bunch of dope movies <laughs> he's awesome and i never appreciated him as much and i probably said this in the i come in peace episode but yeah, like i never really appreciated him during the day because i was always focused on arnold but god damn yeah, he's, <laughs> Dolph he's is awesome badass, yeah. he's fucking awesome there's something i, I kind of I noticed in this one, and I think yeah. it was kind of in I Come in Peace as well, is he doesn't, like, like show off the the muscles. Like, like Arnold's just like, I'm big, beefy muscle yeah. guy. And, like, Dolph doesn't do that so much. Like, he's he's not always, like, just wearing, like, a short sleeve shirt and flexing or anything. Right. Like, he's just kind of, like, he puts on a jacket, and you don't really see very obviously that he's bulky and athletic yeah that's and, true but, that's but true he, like he he is when you see him being muscular like <laughs> oh he's a big dude yeah, yeah he's, he's like ripped and he, he's really athletic and you, you know you know this dude's worked out and yeah. it's like but it doesn't like come across all the time right it's not like the beginning of commando where arnold's just <laughs> fucking hulking <laughs> a fucking <laughs> log <laughs> fucking tree, yeah. and there's like a close-up of his veiny bulging muscle <laughs> yeah <it's> just, <laughs> i think kind of like Maybe I'm right. I'm not as familiar with Stallone, but I think he was kind of like a. Uh, it, it was kind of like that with uh, Stallone. Yeah, Stallone's maybe got not a lot as of, much, but like it's. No, he's got a lot of glistening muscle yeah. close-ups and shit in his movies and, too. And, and Dolph is just like it, it. He's not like just showing off that yeah, that yeah. muscle, but he's. There's probably movies where he does, but but definitely in the at least in the ones that uh, we've watched. Yeah, it's it's uh, he's a lot more low key than right, right. than if Arnold or Stallone were in those roles, I feel like they would have played it up more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the Stallone movie Over the Top? No. Oh no. god damn, we got to watch uh, that shit. <laughs> That's a fucking movie. A fucking Stallone is a truck driver and it's uh he's gotta like win this arm wrestling contest to get back his son <laughs> oh man that's that sounds it's a fucking it's a blast man. i used to watch that so much when i was a little kid it's like one of my favorite movies uh it's a dope movie <laughs> wrestling. yeah and he's got to go over the top yeah, <laughs> he has like this special arm wrestling move where He's arm wrestling, and then he, like, goes over the top of the guy's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because whenever he does it, he does, like, this thing with his fingers where he's, like, ah. <laughs> he, like, fans him out. It's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it probably sounds stupid, but, man, it's fu- It's entertaining as it, shit. It sounds stupid in a fun way. <laughs> it's Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely an 80s movie. Yeah, it sounds like it. And, I'm just thinking of, uh, what was it? predator where arnold's like doing the arm wrestling in midair yeah like, yeah <laughs> bennett they've got you pushing too many pencils <laughs> I, oh man fucking predator uh lord have mercy what that is a fucking movie yeah oh man predator that's that's got to be like the best fucking arnold movie i don't know i mean that's hard to to narrow them down for me but fucking predator yeah that's that's right up there <laughs> what a goddamn movie oh man i don't know do you have anything else to actually talk about <laughs> Just reminiscing about how dope arnold movies and stallone movies are uh i think uh yeah i think we might, might as well call it i guess yeah. I guess relatively I, short episode, but yeah, but I don't. I mean, it's it's Dolph Lundgren with guns shooting stuff up, I right? Mean, like, right. No, occasionally getting in a a kicking match with somebody, and that's the thing. Like we, with doing these uh, these entertaining action movies, so it's like I never know what to talk about because it's like, oh yeah, it was dope. I don't know what to say. Like <laughs> that explosion was really cool, <laughs> or whatever. Because it's like uh, you know, I don't know. It's, they're just fun movies yeah. and I, and sometimes i think like maybe we should do like <laughs> like like a, a so-called good movie where we have like something uh, thematic to talk about or something like maybe that would be a better discussion but i don't know like not that yeah. it matters but yeah and it's just had some cool explosions <laughs> and shit <laughs> I, I yeah i gotta like, say it was it was cool the way they introduced the punisher is this uh 
where he's you just see him on the bike from the back and yeah see his foot coming out and kicking people and then like kind of walks out of the like this burning house with the yeah <laughs> you just see him for a second like yeah i'm badass <laughs> just like walks off and the <laughs> house explodes fuck yeah it's just i, I don't know like yeah, people well, don't like this movie yeah like, I, don't, I don't know I why don't know. it's just I, I mean, fucking stupid <laughs> yeah it's a I great mean, movie I'd, I'd heard that it was like oh this is gonna be this like shitty trash movie and and so i was expecting like <laughs> to be cheesy or or screwed up or just yeah. like bad effects or lo- super low budget or something right. I'm like this is awesome <laughs> like, every- well i mean that's the 80s though like even low budget i mean low budget movies could have car chases and explosions and guns and right. so like it's not really a bad thing you know it's like uh just fun fucking movies i don't know yeah i mean i think partially it is kind of the like looking back thing in that in 1989 whatever the big movie was like what was big in 89 the last crusade indiana jones and the last crusade and mm, yeah fucking batman, i guess batman was a big movie in that time honey i shrunk the kids also came out that year i know oh, okay. because i saw it the same day as batman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like a big de- deal in my life i'd never seen two movies in the theater in one day oh, so wow. i saw them in one day it was like <laughs> this fucking monumental day for me uh-huh. um <laughs> I don't know what else is 89, but like, I mean, and this movie didn't even come out in 89. It came out direct to video in 91 in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. So like just even direct to video has like a negative connotation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, back then and now anywhere, you know, like, like even with the nowadays, the idea of the direct to Netflix movie like mm-hmm. all the the film people don't want them to be uh, eligible for Oscars and stuff oh, because they're sh- oh they're direct to Netflix. That's like a TV movie. That's not a movie movie because it's not a movie. It's not playing in the theaters. And it's like, is it? Is it? Is it a real movie? Is it not? Like, does distribution yeah how, matter in that yeah. way? I mean, I don't know that it, that. Netflix movies are gonna win Oscars, so I don't know. That yeah, it's, I don't know. You know, but uh, I don't know. They, uh, do they have direct-to-video releases eligible for Oscars? I don't know. I don't know that any like because that's the thing. Usually, direct-to-video movies are not at a level where it even right. it even enters the conversation. You know, Puppet Master isn't getting nominated <laughs> for shit. You know, <laughs> Best Director Charles Band, and you know, like it, it's just not gonna happen. So I don't know that it's ever come up. Whereas, like Netflix is actually courting directors that are critically acclaimed and mm. letting them make movies, and and there's a a Korean director and I can't remember what his name is, but he made the host, um, this monster movie from a few years ago. Have you, um, I think I recall you doing a review on it, dude, that's a dope fucking movie. And, and it's, it's a monster movie, but it's a legitimately like really, really good movie. Um, it's definitely that, that'd be one we could do an episode on it. Um, but they got that guy and they let him make a movie and I don't know who else they've, they, they've tried to, you know, give money to people who are going to make good stuff. Although they also gave money to Adam Sandler to make a bunch of movies. So (laughs) (laughs) they're covering all their bases, you know, I guess Adam Sandler's got his fans. Uh, Apparently, apparently (laughs) he's still around. He's still still doing his thing and making his movies. So I don't think I was ever a fan, but I, no, I can't say that I was ever a fan either. Wedding Singer's all right. I remember seeing that in high school in in the in class. It was like we had a film class, film and literature class mm-hmm. in high school in my senior year, and there was a time when the uh, the teacher let the kids pick a movie oh. and they picked, <laughs> they picked the Wedding Singer, and I remember thinking like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought, but. Uh, that did have a bunch of 80s songs so like 
<laughs> Maybe that's what you like. I did. Yeah, it had that and Steve Buscemi. I'm a big fan of Steve Buscemi, so mm-hmm. that was like, oh, okay, he's in it. But uh, I can't. Uh, well, he's in that P.T. Anderson movie, Punch Drunk Love, that I like a lot. But that's like a anti Adam Sandler role where he's not mm, right, like right. himself. But uh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know anything, anything else about this. Nah, I'm I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> it's Punisher. It's a lot better than people say. Yeah, for sure. I I yeah. I don't know. I don't people know where the, people the should, hate comes yeah, from. fucking watch this movie and tell me it's not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with it? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I don't know. He doesn't have the skull on his chest, and if that's gonna ruin a movie for you, yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> minor problem. I mean, honestly. So. Yeah. So watch this movie, and uh, you'll like it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> like the men's warehouse. I guarantee it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, adios. See ya. All right. We got some feedback. <laughs> uh, reader of the site, listener of the podcast, Nick, has once again weighed in with some feedback. Uh, he, in regards to the Toxic Avenger Part 2 episode, mm. Nick writes, good shit. <laughs> also, love the rockin' Toxie theme song, <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for that, Nick. Yeah. Um, not sure there's much to say about it other than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toxic Avenger 2, good shit. Put that on the box cover. Yeah. <laughs> Silver Emulsion Podcast approved. Good shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, the theme song was rocking. Yeah, it sure is. And, uh, yeah, you probably didn't listen to it, but it, I, I put it in there as the uh, things with a theme song. I like to put it in when, mm, right. Uh, like, right after I say the name, I'll be okay. like, the Toxic yeah. Avenger Part 2, and then it goes. And uh, so I did that yeah. with this one. So it's, it's it's got a good one. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, so yeah, send in some feedback if you want to. There's a uh, email. You could email me at uh, will at silveremulsion dot com. You could uh, comment on one of the website posts at the wonderful silveremulsion dot com. Yeah. Uh, we also accept uh, carrier pigeons. Yeah. Just address it to Silver Emulsion Headquarters, and uh, the pigeon will know where to go. Right. right. <laughs> Snail mail doesn't work for some strange reason, but the, no, the pigeons no. do. Th- those are the three <laughs> methods that I accept. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, send us feedback if you'd like. Um, and until next time, Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out. Or I'll shoot your...